I was going to write out some notes, <laughs> but I didn't. You know what would be fun? What would a be fun? podcast on winging it where we wing it. <laughs> we could. We could. Yeah. Should we start? Sure. Hello. Go for it. You ruined my I'm intro. I ruined your intro. What's up, friends? Paul here, and welcome to today's episode where I have a very special guest. If you're watching this on YouTube, you will see my lovely guest. This is my wife, Carly, and this is her second appearance debut mm-hmm. on this podcast, which she named, by the way, if mm-hmm. you're not aware of that. Uh, super excited to have her on to chat about all things. All things. All I, things. Because yeah. we, we haven't determined yet <laughs> the topic. We have some ideas, though. Mm-hmm. I, I think. We'll, we'll figure something out by the end of this. Honestly, I, I do think the topic for today is on winging it. <laughs> so what are you winging right now? Besides this episode. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, yes. time constraints was another thing that you brought up. Yes, we do have the baby is sleeping. Um, so we've got I, a might, I might need to get up and go if, if he wakes up. And then it will be really boring. So It'll be just you. And, and then, no, yeah, it'll be great. Then you can turn it off. I'll, I'll see like yeah. in the retention graph. As soon as I take over, it'll like drop. Oh yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about, <laughs> whether you did or not, is another question: is <laughs> Atomic Habits. Okay. Uh, have you read the book? I have not finished the book. I did start it and enjoyed what I read so far, but I haven't finished it yet. So maybe I should pick it up and finish it. So I guess my question to you is, do you know what an atomic habit is? Yes. Okay. What, what is it? Well, I think that there's a dual meaning there. It, it's atomic habits in that they're small habits, um, but also atomic in meaning that they have a big impact, um, much like an atom bomb both ways. <laughs> it's a very small thing, but it, it, there's a very big um, energy release there with that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's say someone listening, that yes. person right there. That one? Do you see him? That one or that one? Right okay. Right through the lens. Got it. Um, they're, they're listening. Yes. And they want to start person. a new habit. What okay. would you recommend? Um, well, what's the end goal? So let's say they want to work out. They've okay. never worked out in their life before. Where do they start? Are you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> you know it. This is why I made the episode. All right, yeah. So I'm how are you going to get your workout? <laughs> so Carly, you're building your own workout routine. How well, are, how usually my workout routine involves more of like lifting children than, than um, what are those things called that you do at the gym? Um, D- these, dumbbells. See, yeah, those ones. Yes, I haven't um, been to the gym to do that since high school when I was forced to. Um, <laughs> against your will. Against my will. Um, yeah. No. I. Um, am I answering this question for for that like, guy? That guy right there. That one. That one. All right. Um, I'm actually going to ignore him and answer it for me. Okay. Um, that's fine. Sorry. Sorry. You. I don't know. I think just like first of all, just starting, like, you know, gives you the momentum to keep at it. Like, um, if you're not used to working out at all, they just, even on a whim, spontaneous, well, right now I'm going to get up and walk around the block, like gives you 
a bit of momentum and like building those little habits, like eventually makes it where instead of this being a really big deal, whether or not it is, because maybe it is a big deal, but maybe it's not. Um, but it becomes not a big deal and just becomes part of your lifestyle um, with that consistency. Consistency, consistency. is key to building habits. Right. Uh, it, it's funny. That I think a big, the reason I brought up workout is because I just went to CrossFit this morning. Mm -hmm. I had been in a good routine where I went to CrossFit like pretty consistently yeah. week on, week out. And then like I would stop mm -hmm. and then I would stop. And so my hope is that talking about atomic habits will rekindle because it was actually, I think, largely part of atomic habits that mm -hmm. allowed me to get that consistency in the first place. And then I kind of fell off the bandwagon. And what I would attribute to the success was setting things up ahead of time mm -hmm. so that it's easy, it's visible, and you you don't have to think about it. It's mm -hmm. just like you make it like just what we do. What we just do. What you do. Yeah. Yeah. So for example, what they recommend in the book is like, if you want to go running, you want to put your running shoes out the night before you want to like make things very easy for you. Uh, so like I do something very similar and it was funny when I made the shift from focusing on getting to the CrossFit gym X number of times per week to setting out my stuff the night before, like putting out my shoes, my outfit, the, um, the food I was going to eat in the morning before working out, like that made a big difference because then all of a sudden, like I got into this mode where it's like tomorrow I'm going to the gym. Like, mm -hmm. So I was, I was much more likely to go. And then I don't have to like push you out of the bed and like <laughs> steal the covers. And yeah. She keeps threatening to push me out of the bed. I don't think she's ever going to do it. No, I'm not. Because <laughs> when you get up to go to CrossFit, I'm still asleep. So maybe I'll have to push you out of the bed for, like for your, your workout routine. Yeah, I'm probably more of a Planet Fitness type of gym than CrossFit, but working out is is a good thing. CrossFit is scalable. There you go. Everyone talks about it. Yeah. But... <laughs> okay, okay. So I think some of the key factors to building a habit yeah. is one, make it visible. What ways would you say if someone's trying to build a habit, would they make it visible? Any examples? You don't have to use the workout. If you okay. don't want to. Um, making it visible. Yeah. I'm say. Visible. Like, where you're reminded of it. Like, you're walking. <laughs> you're, you're... <laughs> I'm just looking at you because I'm trying to think of a concrete example, not because I don't know what the word visible means. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I guess I'll... I'll... Yeah, you keep talking while I keep thinking, while I think of a concrete example. I'll actually reverse it for a second. Sure. So it's funny. There's like habit, like there's things that you do to form good habits, but then there's the reverse to break bad habits. Mm. And the funny thing is that they're almost polar opposites. So you have, you want to make things visible. So for example, on the stairway, I've got my running shoes and my CrossFit um, trainer shoes. And so like, Every time I walk up the stairs, I see those. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I do to make it visible is like the night before I'll put everything out. So like, there's no question in my mind what I'm doing tomorrow. Um, and so having those little reminders, it helps trigger that good behavior. On the flip side, mm -hmm. this is a good example for me personally, is like if I have my gaming controller like out visible, it's very easy for me to think, oh, let me just sit down, play a 
play a game or two. Um, and so making it like put away or hidden makes it that much harder for one, the trigger to happen. And then two, it's like, I have to actually go find it to start. That's fair. Making a system that makes the undesirable behavior um, inconvenient. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. And that that goes along the lines of like one of the other elements is making it easy Mm -hmm. on the the one way. And, And one of the things I think he talks about is like, you want to make it stupid simple. Like don't make the habit something like, I'm going to go to the gym for two hours on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's, you're probably not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've heard people talk about the idea that you just want to show up to the gym maybe for five minutes, you know, every single day of the week that you want to go. And that little act mm-hmm. can trigger this good behavior. Or even like more stupid, simple than that. If the habit is just when the alarm clock goes off, I get up and put my workout clothes on. Um, well, why not go to the gym at that point? Why you know, not? Yeah, it, it, it's, yeah. And, and the other thing could be like, let's say you want to start writing. And uh, this this made me think of another thing is that to make it more likely that you'll do the thing is you want to have it scheduled. So at a specific time, and then you also want to know where you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Because in our brains, Sometimes we don't put everything together. We don't have all the pieces so that like we know, okay, at this time, this place, I'm going to do it. Whereas like if you just say, generally, I want to go to the gym every once in a while, you probably won't take action. Whereas if you set a plan in place, you know the place, you know the time, you're more likely to get it done. This is fair. Though I think you could also get obsessive about like the time, for example. Like, I think you're more likely when you have the idea of, um, okay, well, first we do this, then this, then this, versus it has to be at 6 a.m. Do you disagree? No, no. You, your face, your face looks... No, you, you made me think of something in Atomic Habits. Oh, okay. I which is dun, 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 habit stacking. So you take something that you already do, and then you stack on a habit that you want to build. For example, if you're at work and you want to drink more water... Every time you get up to go talk to somebody or, you know, walk down the hall, fill up your water bottle, bring it with you. Mm-hmm. I've definitely have that habit now so that whenever I go downstairs, I think, do I need to fill up my water bottle? And so I do. And uh, it allows me to drink a lot more water during the day. And so if that's a habit that you're looking to build, that might be something that you try. So stacking with things that you already do on a regular basis. You already wake up in the morning. <laughs> you probably drink true. coffee. What do you want to yes, stack onto do. that? Like... <laughs> We do drink coffee. Do, do you want to read a book? You know, do you want to read more books? Is, is that a habit that you want to build? Do you want to write? You know, and that's the other thing is like, what would you say for someone that wants to start a writing habit? Um, you're just asking me questions that I randomly brought up myself, how to, how to start writing myself, right? Um, I think you're going to have to cut out like all these pauses where I'm thinking to gather my No, people, people like the pauses. Do they like the pauses? There you go. It's the pensive pauses. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm answering this in general for a human being or specifically for a mom who is also dealing with little children who want you to play with them and read a book. And also the dishwasher needs to be unloaded for good measure and, you know, and, all the things going on in life, um, which 
does make it harder sometimes if you want to sit down and write and then your three-year-old come and comes over and takes the pen out of your hand because that is something she can use to color a picture, right? Um, so true. Yes, yeah, so true. Um, I think even like small successes, like I'm not going to sit down and write for an hour and write a book necessarily, but just I'm going to sit down for five minutes and do this is something that um, you should form an association of this is a positive win, even if it's only five minutes. Um, yeah, train your brain to to acknowledge even small successes and and keep at it versus, uh, I only spent five minutes writing. Um, yeah. That makes me think about one of the other things to building a good habit is make it rewarding. There you go. Celebrate the little wins. Mm -hmm. And so uh, something that you might do is, that, for example, going back to our CrossFit workout thing, is that if you go to the gym, when you come back, this is one of the things that I do, is I often make a protein shake, mm -hmm. a little nice smoothie. And so it's that reward after going. And, and by the way, going to the gym in itself is a reward because Afterwards, it feels great. During it, you sometimes feel like you're going to die, but mm -hmm. it's it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. And then on the flip side, again, going the polar opposites, you have you want to make it painful, and so you want to make it so that you don't want to do the activity that you're trying to break the habit of. Isn't the um, if I'm remembering from the book and just you know personal experience, the the problem that makes it so hard to break bad habits and establish good ones is that so frequently um, the reward with bad habits is immediate and the consequence that's negative is later down the line. But for good habits, it's the opposite. It, it's difficult right now. And then the reward, which is, is a better reward, is later. Um, so that's something that is a hurdle to get over, as you were saying, like with having a different reward at the moment that keeps you pushing towards that good habit. The marshmallow. Marshmallow, effect. yes. Yeah, the kid. You, you put the marshmallow in front of them, and basically the study showed that yeah. the kids that resisted that yummy marshmallow and was able to get another marshmallow did better in life. And it's so true what Carly's saying about the long-term versus the short-term mm -hmm. gains. And one of the things is you have to realize what is the long-term effect of you continuing to do this habit, mm -hmm. this bad habit? So for example, if you're watching, let's say five hours, well, that's, that's a lot of time, but let's say mm -hmm. three hours, three hours of TV, and you want to become a world famous musician. If you took the, the realize like, if that's the only time that you have to practice, mm -hmm and you're spending it watching TV, your long-term goal of becoming a world-famous musician isn't going to happen if you're spending the time that you have to dedicate to that project on watching TV. So it's having that awareness that this is going to cause um, issues with your goal, your, your long-term goals, those things that you value more than that bad habit. Does that make sense? Right? Sure. I'm just, I'm just listening to you talk and like playing the devil's advocate here being like, oh, oh yeah, but what if, what if, what if you're spending three hours watching the Godfather and analyzing the music, the score of this 
cinematic masterpiece that might be a good use of time. But I feel like many people stay in that mode of sure. like, it's like that learning phase. And mm -hmm. a lot of people I don't think they have the problem of learning. They have the problem of execution most of the time. Mm. At least in my case. Sure. No, I that, hear you too. That. Like it's easy to, to just be consuming information with the idea of this is going to help me act when really what you just need to do is get up and actually yeah. act. Do the thing. Yeah. I mean, think about YouTube. I mean, it's, it's a great resource. Mm -hmm. I love it. Big fan of YouTube, but sometimes you just need to realize that like learning a skill is one thing, but then executing on it and doing the work mm -hmm. to, you know, learn your craft is going to probably reap more dividends. And then, then go back to YouTube mm -hmm. and say like, okay, I need to learn this particular skill. But I think too many people stay in that like pre, the pre, uh, action stage of like, if they want to learn something, do something, it's just like, I'm just going to stay in like research mode. There you go. Says the researcher. Says the researcher. You're very good at researching though. Yeah. I, I to, will not to a that. fault, to a fault. I didn't say that. I did. Yes. <laughs> you didn't have to. I was going to add to the conversation, um, you know, just talking about the benefits of having good habits um, and, and how the reward is often in the future, whether the, the future be the near future or the very far future. Um, but one of the things that brings it back to the present, I think, to be able to establish that, um, especially for me, but I should hope for most people, is the idea of, um, I mean, I'm around the kids all day long. For, for many days um, and the idea of the kids are watching and they are learning just as you know anytime you're sitting passively absorbing information it, you are learning how to live your life and modeling bad habits I mean it's human sure but to model good habits is what, what do you want to teach them? What, what do you want them to learn about this is how to have a good life or not? And, and more of it is you can say all kinds of good things and, and you should, but what speaks louder than that is what you're actually doing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why people say like who you surround yourself with, that's, you know, you become like them. So mm -hmm. uh, I think around the same lines is like you want to make your environment a place that I guess that's another element of habits is like make your environment a welcoming environment for making good decisions. Right. Make it easy. Yeah. That's like don't have chocolate. Well, do have chocolate. Sorry. Sorry. Dark chocolate is good for you. But like, let's say you have all these sugary treats and like you have them on like eye level shelf. Mm -hmm. That's probably not a good idea. If you're trying to, you know, be health conscious, maybe put those, in a lock safe somewhere mm -hmm. or like on the tippy top shelf where it would cause you to have to get a chair to get it, uh, make it difficult. You know, if that's your thing. That way, if you go to get the chocolates from the top shelf, it requires creativity to get there. And, and exercise too. There you go. And then it's a reward after you've like stacked the chairs on top of books. Have a stash of chocolate at your gym and that. <laughs> No, that's just good business. Okay. Repeat customers. <laughs>
Now, now we have a business idea for anyone who owns a gym. Right. I, I don't know if that's a good. It's, it's, it's sending mi mixed messages, maybe. Mm. Well, it's not like chocolate is evil, for goodness sakes. No. You should definitely eat chocolate unless you're allergic to it or something. Um, That's but true. like it, as with most things, moderation. Um, if you have too much chocolate, it's not going to be good for you. But if you have enough chocolate, that will make your life this much happier. So to wrap things up, what yes. do you want us to tell these wonderful, th that wonderful person right there? You're pointing to yourself. I am. Yeah. So you, what, what am I wanting to tell you about what, this this topic? It's sort of about habits. It's if you were to tell place. me what habit you wanted me to <laughs> what atomic habit do you think I could do? Well, I mean, I have been like trying to kick you out of bed to go to the gym. And by that, I mean, I've been threatening to do it, but not following through. Um, but you did. You did. You went to the gym this morning. The so gym. there. Yeah. And here we are recording this podcast that's yes. that's a small we did something. We, we've been talking about it so we did something yeah and there is a possibility that carly might come on the podcast more if you want to see carly in the podcast drop a comment below and say blueberry uh, that's, yeah that's that's a fun so message when then you'll know, you'll know who's actually seen it or not because if people are commenting, why are people saying blueberry? You'll know they haven't seen to the end. Exactly. And we can know which parents have watched this yes. episode. Hi, Mom. <laughs> I'm doing like a princess wave. I don't know why. Royalty. Yes. We're, we're royalty That's why. Here. That's why. Um, okay. So right. your final words. Final words. Yeah. Um, stay beautiful. Maybe. And messy. And messy. There you go. Until next time, my friends. Are we just wait, wait, before they go, oh. they need to subscribe. Oh yes, that's hit, right. Hit the subscribe button down below. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us a rating, mm -hmm. a review if you like this. If you didn't, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know why you'd be listening for this long if you are. I mean, you're glad to be here mm -hmm. either way. But yeah, let us know. Let us know. Until yeah next time my friends stay Beautiful. messy mess okay and beautiful all right ta-ta you now. should that didn't that's not so epic though I'll, I'll let you finish it that sounded more epic what we're gonna redo this are we we could just we could call it good until <laughs> until next time my friends stay messy and beautiful. Beautifully messy. How long do we sit here smiling? Until it stops recording. Okay. okay. Let's call it. There you go.